The Download with DP, a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 9 of Season 3. He's been here before, and he'll probably be here again. You get two Derricks on the podcast this week, one much more accomplished than the other. Rochester head coach Derek Leonard joins me in a couple minutes to talk about some football. But before I get to that, let me just take a minute here, since you are listening to this podcast, to promote it for a second. I've been chosen as one of five podcasts in the Illinois Times Best of Contest, which is simply a voting contest. So I would appreciate your vote. When you have time, go press the Download with DP podcast on the Illinois Times Best of section and select me if you would be so inclined. All right. What did I see in the past week? Last Thursday, got to see a great Sagamo volleyball game in which Athens beats Pleasant Plains at Pleasant Plains and puts the conference on notice. A huge win for Carson Jacoby and the Warriors. Friday night, I was in St. Louis for a concert, so let's skip to Monday. Got to see some golf as the Glenwood Titans as a team stayed undefeated by beating the Senators. On Tuesday... Rochester Soccer stays undefeated in CS8 play with a home win over SHG, another shutout for the Rockets. On Wednesday, it was golf day on Channel 1450. I was back at Piper Glen in Chatham. The U-High Pioneers dominate the girls' conference tournament. Adrian Allen wins medalist. On Wednesday afternoon, I got to see the first half of the non-conference soccer game between Glenwood and Williamsville. It was a tie at halftime. Both teams scored a goal. The Titans would end up winning that one 3-1. Let's get to what's coming up on Channel 1450 Thursday. Sagamo Girls Golf Tournament, the City Volleyball Championship at Southeast, Taylorville at Lincoln Volleyball, and Rochester at QND Soccer. Friday's football action. I will be in New Berlin for the Pretzels hosting the Olympia Spartans. We will also have highlights of Eisenhower at Rochester, Athens at Williamsville, Glenwood at MacArthur, Springfield at SHG, and Pittsfield at Moreau Forsyth on Saturday. It's the Springfield High Cross Country Invite and the start of the Sagamon County Volleyball Tournament, which takes place at Pleasant Plains. On Monday, we will have the Sagamon County Volleyball Tournament Championship game, as well as Williamsville at Riverton Soccer. On Tuesday, some big, big time games. Glenwood at Rochester Soccer, Springfield at SHG Soccer, Moroa at Athens Volleyball, SHG at Rochester Volleyball, UHI at Jacksonville Volleyball, and Williamsville at Pleasant Plains Volleyball. That's it for what's coming up on Channel 1450. Now let's get to what you all came here for. The man, the myth, the legend, the GOAT, Derek Leonard. It's Derek and Derek talking Nick Baker, college football, Deion Sanders, why Derek never took a college job yet, what this year's team presents as opportunities and challenges, how this staff is hungry for a state title, and even some dad talk to wrap it all up at the end in which Derek gives some parents some advice. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome in Derek Leonard to the podcast this week, talk a little football. Uh, we're about halfway through the season, so I figured it's a good time to check in and, uh, you know, just see what's up with, with your team and, and how you're doing. But um, I want to start with uh, a little college conversation in terms of Nick Baker being the Offensive Player of the Week, what he did, and just obviously you saw the highlight for the, the end of the game. But, um, man, what do you say about Nick right now and what he's doing and how proud you are of him? Yeah, he. Um, I actually watched the whole game, me and the family. We were uh, – actually, I saw from about the second quarter on because Austin had a game. And uh, I thought first half, man, I think they were losing 15-0. He was kind of having a rough half. And then Nick turned into Nick. He turned into the Superman. And yeah. so it was one of the best I, – I was telling somebody today, I think it was one of the best performances that I've ever seen. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, threw 400 yards and – just kind of unstoppable. He's just in a rhythm, you know, one of those rhythms I've seen before. He gets hot, and um, when he's hot, he's hot, you know, and it was just, 
in a big stage like that against a really good team. You know, I think they were 13th and SIU was 15th rivalry game. And, um, yeah, I just uh, – it's what I expect of him, though. Yeah. I, you know, I – so I am – I'm so proud of him and him and Deontay. And Deontay's fought through – and Deontay had a good game, too, you know. And so um, – and I talk to Zach a lot now that he's over there coaching. And yeah. so got a lot of connections over there. And so uh, – but I'm really proud of those two. And I'm proud of Zach, too, you know, just they, they're – I think they're 12th in the country now, and, you know, he, they all deserve it. So, um, When you go back to when you had Nick here, and, you know, the conversation was always, he's too short, he won't be able to make it. Like, he's a very good player. I mean, he was one of the best players you probably ever had. And, I mean, when you tell college coaches they have to listen, like, why didn't more colleges listen to what you had to say about him? Because yeah. I get the argument of it doesn't matter, like, Bryce Young. They, people say that, like, yeah. he's very small, yeah, but – he can win. Like, you just – there's some kids that can do it. Yeah, it's hard. You know, he, he was so small, and, and it wasn't – and if you're not extremely fast, they it, – it, even if people – even if you're blue in the face, they just – you can talk, 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 and they're just not going to listen to you. And thank God Nick Hill did, and, and um, you know – Quarterback's a tough one because there's only one. You know, every other position, they can take a chance, and if they mess up, okay, there's there's four others we recruited at the receiver position. Right. There's five others at O-lineman. Quarterback was tough. Um, I think some people wanted to believe me and wanted to listen and really be- and saw and, and believed what, maybe what I believed, but then they had to go tell their head coach and talk right. their offense coordinator. You know, it, it's usually me talking to – the position or recruiter, then the recruiter goes to Hawks' offensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator has to talk to the head coach. And so all all three of those stages have to believe in the person they're seeing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so luckily I knew Nick well enough where he is the head coach and he was the old coordinator. And so right place, right time. And, um, you know, that's kind of how it worked out. You know what I mean? And yeah. so because, um, yeah, I, I told people, I just, man, he he's special. He he. he Everything you'd want in a pro- – I mean, and you saw it in that game. I mean, that exemplified exactly what he is. I mean, you know, he could just – he's just on fire. And he made every throw possible. He got him out of trouble. I mean, he was – it was amazing. It was truly an amazing game to watch, you know. When you talk about the quarterback and, you know, what what they have to do at each level, obviously at the college level everything is faster and the guys are bigger. Um, but what when it comes to Nick and, you know, just being a quarterback – what does it take at that level to make the right decision faster? Like, how do you prepare for that, and how did he prepare for that? How did you prepare for that when you have to make that jump? Like, how do you tell your kids to, to do that as well? Yeah, that's tough. You know, it's um, obviously preparation is so important. You have to love watching film and studying the game. That's number one. Then there's kids who I would say are more robotic, and, and, and I've had some of those, and there's nothing wrong with that. Robotic sometimes is... They know where to go, right place. When anything gets hairy or, or cloudy, eh, it gets questionable. Yeah. And that's where Nick then becomes at his best, right? His vision is, you know, on a Madden scale, is like a 97. You know what I mean? So he had great vision. He had great feel for anything coming at him. His anticipation, um, that that's all God-given, a lot of that, right? That's hard to teach. What you could teach a kid is the type of throws, the, the you know, even accuracy at times can be, you can only teach them so much accuracy. Um, you know, you teach them the release, you teach the ball to come out of their hand, you teach all these things. There's some things you can't yeah. 
You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I kept telling everybody. That's what Nick has. Is I said, I mean, he's got all that, plus he has all this. So don't worry that he's 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's irrelevant. And LeBron has a little bit of that. Now, he's baby stages of Nick Baker right now, but he has some of that vision and that playmaking ability that you just, that's God-given, that you can't teach. And that's what... But preparation, if you none of that matters if you don't prepare well. Yeah. That's what those people don't. And at, at that level, it's even at another level because of how much they watch. And sometimes it's overdone and stupid. Um, but how much preparation that goes into that. And then at the NFL level, just with those guys, I mean, there's a reason Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were the best. You know, they if you really look at those guys, they weren't the best throwers. Yeah. They didn't have the strongest arms. Their balls weren't the greatest, but man, what they they were so prepared, and so you talk to people that really know, and, and um, that's what separated those guys and took them even to the next level, and so um, all those things go into it. How do you test or improve on a quarterback's decision making when that stuff happens? Like, is there a way for you to see that and know, okay, this kid has that certain quickness of making that decision that this kid doesn't or is that possible yeah no that's a good question it it's possible and doing a lot of like in the summer seven on sevens and um trying to create situations drills that cause those situations yeah. which is tough right a lot of the great ones like him he was a basketball player he's a pit you know the basketball players seem to get that that was something I had a little bit was just that vision right I, I saw the court I saw the I see the field um, and the great ones just have that yeah. um, and, and some you don't have to have that to be great because I, I mean I've had some that right. haven't I wouldn't say I would say they'd be a 73 <laughs> in a uh, Madden rating you know uh-huh. Um, but they were great quarterbacks yeah. or the know? talent just that way Their, man yeah. they had a stronger arm mm-hmm. they had certain things you know, Wes had a lot of those talents. He had great vision on the basketball court. You watched him. He was a great passer. He had great vision, but yet he had a, he was 6'5", had a great arm. You know, he just he had trouble getting out of, out of people's way. You know, he had trouble escaping. Um, you know, and so everybody's a little different. It, but it is hard. Timing and just keep doing it, right? right. You just got to keep playing. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Sorry for me to wake up. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's you have to... It's more of a God-given thing, I'll be honest. And just yeah. playing and, and doing that, you know. Um, but there are ways of so improving that. Through repetition, you can you can see it get better. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, either a kid might have it or they might not. But you, you have There's only a certain level that some people are going to ever get to, get to yeah. right? Just like speed, right? Yeah. God-given. Uh, you can run a million. You can build up, work on your speed. Blake and Austin probably will only be a certain speed when they grow up, right? Doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter how. Maybe the hardest workers ever. Yeah. God given, that's what it is. Well, it's no different, I think, in that in that aspect. Some people just see things better. Some people, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just how it is. There's some things that obviously I think everything's like that to a point, but um, you know, there's some things you can work as hard. Man, I, I've had guys that they know exactly where to go in this coverage or they're in this thing. This is one. This is two. This is three. They can, they'll time it out well, and that's that's what you can teach all of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are better than others, but the, something like that. What Nick has is man. It was, uh, and he got better with it, obviously. But man, it, it's God given what he can see and get out of trouble. When it comes to that 
opportunity of preparation. Now, in this day and age, with what you have with Huddle and everything else, how much easier is it to make sure that every kid is prepared now compared to when you started when with with film, with practice, with everything else? Is It's the same thing with like the opportunity for me to look anything up on the internet and find out the answer right away. T- 10, 15 years ago, that wasn't the case. How much easier yeah. is it to prepare these kids now and how much do they take advantage of that? Yeah, it's a, that's a great... <laughs> there's a lot of positives to it. There, there are... You, it took time. We didn't... Coaches especially don't have to be in the office all the time. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of things from home. The kids can do a lot of things from home, right? And now we can see, oh, are they watching it? Um, that, that's it. And the I would say the positive outweigh the negatives in this in what you're saying. Yeah. The negatives are you had a just like in today's world with plays and coaches, you used to have to really you you knew who worked hard because they'd had to come in and see you. Mm-hmm. You know we'd had to come in together. We probably spent more time together at times back then because you had to come in here and we had to put in DVD or we had to put, watch it from this computer yeah. on the. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think we miss some of that now that um, we that it is so easy. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sometimes I see my my coaches, my players, I can see, man, who's really pushing themselves, who's really doing what they need to do. Where now, man, I, I can look on a time screen and say, okay, well, Derek Paris, he watched 45 minutes, but, man, his mom might have been watching him play. Yeah. You know, it might not or have he been. was on his phone the whole time. He, correct. Just, who knows what the focus was? Who yeah. knows what the concentration? They know how to play the system. Um and then the problem is you cut it on Thursday and they got to answer questions. All of a sudden they can't, you know, and it's like, well, we knew who was watching. It wasn't you. Um, and so, but it does. I, for, for all the positives, like I said, it outweighs the negatives. Yeah. But I do miss some of that. I mean, you really had to want it and push for it to, you know what I mean, yeah. it, to truly um, – to get it now, it's like with coaches. I go to all these coaches, and everyone sees all these plays on the on the Twitter, and you know, I it used to be fun for me to go out and meet these guys and listen. Hey, why do okay? That I see why this works. I can watch all these plays, but why 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 do you do that? Yeah, you know. And then they man, those guys would sit down and they they would talk talk to you about it, yeah. and that's what was important. And it probably helps you learn better that way. Hundred percent, yeah. because some people they see how we do things per se, or or I see, you see how somebody does something, and you truly you're like, well, that's a good play. Well, yeah, it is a good play, but man, what goes into it? Why do you do it? You know, it's, it's like the coach, my dad's old line coach, who was my quarterback, Coach Swinsky, the greatest outside of my father, probably my second greatest influence football wise in my life. You know, and. Um, I mean, he's the man. I, I was so lucky. I'd go into that office, and he would sit there for an hour and a half with a cigar in his mouth, and he would go step by step on things. And looking back at it, it was the greatest. I mean, it was so good. I mean, why why he was doing it, why he was teaching when he'd watch film, why he'd watch film. But you had to be in there with him yeah. to watch that. And that's what so many of these kids today and everybody lose. You lose that. Be, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just you don't get that any other place mm-hmm. except for that and going in there with those people and talking football or learning it or, or these guys coming in to talk to the coaches. Um, so so that's a long story, a long answer for it, but there's there's a lot of – but my we get to be home on weekends. You know, my dad, I remember those guys used to be 
in there a long time mm -hmm. and the preparation you had to be because you had to cut up the tape yourself you had a that stuff took a while and you and you didn't have it at home yeah so you had to come to the office and so the time away from the family and so I wouldn't trade it for that because I think that's a huge benefit now but I do I do miss some of that old school stuff before we get into this year's team and you know the quarterback situation and all that I want to touch one more thing on college um, you know we talked about Nick and SIU and that stuff um, but the the conversation in college football right now is Dion and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, the way he was able to turn over a roster with the portal, um, but also just the way that he gets his guys to believe is something mm -hmm. that I don't think we've seen in terms of a, a college coach mm -hmm. in a while. Um, I mean, it's easy to say that he's a type of guy that everyone wants to, wants to be around and wants to win with because mm -hmm. he knows how to win and that's all he does. But what do you see from him in terms of how he can coach football as to why it's going to work for him there or th wherever the next step is. Yeah. It's, uh, man, I've watched a little bit of the show. I, I'll say this. I was a huge Deion Sanders fan growing up. You know, I just, I, I love, he was such a great athlete, right? And that was my time. Mm -hmm. And um, so that that's one. I don't two, think people understand how hard it is to play two professional sports. And be that time. as good as he was. Yeah. I mean, people say, oh, he's not. I, I said, you have no idea. Like, people didn't throw to him. Ever, no, not one time. That side of the field was going. I mean, he was that good. And as a punt returner, he was flashy. And you really look at his story, very interesting story, and uh, how he really struggled mentally and how he, you know, came to know God and, and Jesus and, and really turned his life around. And um, so was, with that, you know, that's part of I grew up as a fan. Mm -hmm. I hate where college football's going with the NILs and the transfer portal. It's, it's not a good thing. What anyone tells you that it is, it's not. It, it's. I think it's sad. Um, so, so I start that with all this, you yeah. know, what he does, he is touching, number one, he is, he relates to, he, you could tell he relates to him. He, um, man, all the people on the sidelines and being a celebrity helps, you know, and I don't, I think Dion is such a, um, influenceable person that you know he can get all those people he's he's people say what what about other professionals i said man it's totally different you know he is so he was like that as a player he yeah was so dynamic and so um so he's getting people like the people on i mean those kids just love that you can just tell it's and he's doing it he's doing it in a different way so i think it scares everybody that he yeah, is doing sure. it a different way you know um I know what he did. He, he hired a great staff, and people don't talk about that at all. I know the OC. I know the old line coach. The old line coach was at Southern Illinois. He's a he's a good old boy from – he is. At, <laughs> we remember we went to the OTB about five, six years ago, and he just, man, just loves harness racing. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he's a, he, he, he would not be, I guess, your Dion type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Great old line coach. The OC is a great OC. Um, I know the defensive guys, the Brewster and some of those guys – he hired, so he was smart in saying, I want to do all this other stuff. You guys run the football. Right. And I think he right. does, and that doesn't mean he's not helping. Obviously, he's helping with the DBs. So yeah. that, you know what I mean? He hired a great staff. And then what he, by letting the kid play two ways, I think that's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Number one, I've always said, why? I mean, people, we do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, what's the, um, you're, he'll, he'll get five or Four to five, five star to four star kids now that'll say, "I wanted to play both ways too." Yeah, and you're the only person who's ever let anyone do it, and you did it yourself. I mean, that's out of twenty five recruits. If you get five of those kids that are like that, yeah, I mean, it that changes your team. It's absolutely brilliant, yeah. right? You know, um, 
and so man he he just uh he did it different he did it and i and i haven't i haven't watched enough of the show and and him to judge so many people it's funny i've talked to so many people so many people are you they rather love him or they hate yeah, him yeah it's not there's no in between and that's what happens in a polarized polarizing figure like that you, i mean it is. you said a lot of people don't like him because jay norf obviously doesn't yeah. like him a lot of people and and those people don't like him because, and I, man, I understand. I understand both sides, and that's why I try to stay. You know, it's and I like Dion, so and I think he, he, I think he is going to win. Obviously, he is winning. Um, you know, a new guy that hasn't coached that comes in, and some of these guys have worked 25, 30 years of their life, and mm-hmm. you're now doing it this way, and that you know, yeah. So I get that too, you know, and so, um, but man, he's 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 going to win. He, it's going to be successful. You can just see it how he's and he's got a great plan. He didn't come unprepared. Yeah. I will say that he came very prepared in how he was doing it. I didn't love that, you know. And, but I don't know enough about it. some of the kids that they got rid of so many. Yeah. But man, it's but that's what the that's the college has. It's not him. It's the college. It's the system. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really. It's, it, it's so sad what the what college coaching's become, what college footballs become, what the NCAA become. It is, and, and anyone who tells you differently. It is, it is it is bad. It is bad. The the coaches, how much coaches' time they have to spend out in the world. You know, I mean, recruiting and just doing dumb stuff. That it just it doesn't call for that. The kids' time that they spend, they should give them. I, I really believe they should give them half the summer off. I mean, it's stupid. These kids never stop. It is a twelve month job, and for what? You can be let go. You can be. Now you can, I mean, it's next person. I mean, there's just no care for the person. That doesn't mean there's not some great coaches that don't care about their kids. Yeah. But in the end, you have to win. It's a business. And um, the NCAA's caused that, I really believe that. But we've allowed it, and, and, and the colleges have allowed it to get to that point. And it, it's, it's not a, I don't think it's healthy, and I don't think it's good. So that's my opinion. Okay, so in that light, I will ask this question in terms of, um, your faith and your profession, uh, do you maybe feel like this is God's way of telling you that you sh- you should have stayed here or you did stay here? Because, you know, the talk when I got to 1450 was always, why didn't Derek leave? Where's, when's Derek leaving? Why, what's, what's the point of him staying? He's won eight state championships. All that stuff. I mean, maybe this is God's way of telling you this yeah. is where you were meant to be and this is what you were meant to do. I, I truly believe this. I believe God has never put me in a situation that I couldn't handle and I've never been offered that that opportunity where it was like oh boy I gotta go do this you know what I mean he has never he has never challenged me in the way of because I know what my competitive spirit would do and would like to do yeah yeah does that make sense Uh uh-huh but the the things that have came towards me, it was a pretty easy answer, and it was um, pretty cr- cut and dry. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I, don't, I hope that all makes sense. You know, because yeah. it's too long to. You know, not that there's been that many, but it's like, man, I've just never had the opportunity of like, wow, I got to do this. I got to give this a try. Yeah. You know, there's a few times I thought, oh, that was coming, and it never happened. And God just never. But it's funny. You look back, and it's like, man, God. And now, looking where I'm at, I think where I, now it would have to be really good. I mean, it'd have to be stupid good because I do, I think I'm old enough now and my kids, Blake and Austin, are an age and Lindsay that, man, I just love this. Right. It, it's truly about 
my love of life over you know quality of life over the money yeah. I mean and that's that's and, and that's it you know I just and I I would love the competitive side of it but I know all that goes in to what those guys do and it's it's not healthy it's not good it's not healthy in my opinion um, it, it, and it's not where I've had a, I have a great life right my kids and it's like I don't ever I, I don't want to ever enter that I don't want them to enter it yeah one day, hey, maybe when they leave and me and Lindsay are just for me and her and who knows, She's right? like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. She's like that anyway sometimes, right? And, and maybe one day. But, man, it's funny. It's, it's, and not many people have asked me that question like that. And, um, but yeah, God, uh, he's never, I just think the way he's the never put in was, front of me. That was a way to kind of approach Yeah, no, it's good because he's never, he's never, I've never had it where, I've been sick thinking about it before because I thought, oh, this is coming, this is coming, yeah. and it never yeah. came. Yeah. And it's like, man, God, that's like the Garth Brooks unanswered prayers. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah. like, man, I never had to even go through that. I never had to make that decision, and, and that's, a, that's a blessing. Okay, so leading to that competitive spirit talk, mm-hmm. um, I think we can tie that into this year's conversation about the team and, and the quarterbacks because, um, yeah, you knew coming into this year you had a good team, and mm-hmm. you knew what you had. Uh, with PG and everything, um, so is this just an opportunity for you to, you know, be challenged again and say, okay, we got to figure out a different way. And now I got two quarterbacks, and now maybe that's your thing. Now is you are going to have two quarterbacks so that you challenge yourself in terms of yeah. being able to do that. Is that something that you think was possible this year? Um, it's a good question. Was it exciting? Two Obviously, th- you didn't want PG to get hurt. No, I'm not God, saying that no, way. Right, it's- and I would never do anything. For my own entertainment value <laughs> no, no. over the team. No, so, I hope the question was face. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but but it does. It makes it. It does make it more challenging for me. I will say that. What's not as challenging is our defense is so good, which is a great thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is man, I trust me. I would rather be unstressed, and that doesn't mean we don't have some big games coming up. And obviously, we're going to have to worry about that. But so far, man, when the defense plays like that, you know, you almost going to hey, how how do you? manage the game and the good thing is we haven't had to do that either um but it's like hey how do you you know you, you do each each year you treat things different that's the beauty of all sports right some years you have to gamble more because you know hey we might have to score a certain amount of points to win some years you know you got certain quarterbacks you, you can only do certain things um keaton was i love keaton keaton was a challenge from just for me, just that our style of offense was so much different. Yeah. Now he was great at that style, but maybe it wasn't the style that I, you know, that I would love to do, you know. And uh, that's what made it so much fun with him. And so these two have done a great job, um, Brian and Eli. And I think people think I was beat. You know, Brian's done such a great job, and Eli has is kind of somebody that I can do everything with. You know, he's playing running back. Mm-hmm. He's playing with some quarterback. He's playing some outside linebacker. He's on special teams. Where Brian didn't give us that exactly, you know what I mean? He can't do all those things. Not that he couldn't, but he just doesn't. And so, and then Brian did. So, man, it's almost like you you get two positions instead of just having one yeah. if you're splitting. And so, just kind of how it's worked. And um, but yeah, PG, that was this wasn't the plan. And now we were going to use PG kind of like in that Hank form, but it would have probably been more PG being quarterback 80% of the time and right. him being at receiver 20. Um, so when he got hurt, it uh, it definitely got, I will say, 
obviously I love him and I don't want him to be hurt. It got my mind going for that next two, three weeks of right. how are we going to approach this? And I think people ask me those questions and people think, oh, he knows. And I'm like, I do have an idea, but I also, right. I'm trying to work it out. And hey, what's the, again, what's the best way it fits for this team? And what, what, what does it fit best for those two? The team and, and how is, and then how are those puzzles going to fit? Because once you've done it, you're, you're running a certain offense with somebody for a month and a half. You know, coming in the whole off season, this is who you have, and then all of a sudden, boom, he gets hurt, and he happens to be one of your best players, and his skill set is a different, neat skill set, right? Man, how, what do you do, and, and where do you go? And um, it's just, it's no different than say Grounds and getting his quarterback hurt. Hey, what what does he do? He's got us coming up next week. He does he. Does he bring the kid back? Does he change? Does he throw a little bit more? Do you do you run less option? You know, he all he. I imagine he had all those things going through his head on a Sunday, Monday, right? We all have those situations, and um, and just how do you fit those puzzle pieces into into that? So that was kind of how it went, and they both done a great job. I'm proud of them. We'll get PG back, and probably then I'll have another situation of hey, what do I do with all the, all three of them? So <laughs> um, in that intro video um, recording thing that you had you did with Chris this year um, and just talking about you know that decade of dominance the, the the history that you guys made and accomplished um, is that part of the new challenge of not necessarily that oh can we win nine out of ten or anything like that but at the same time you know now that you know that you did it and you were able to do it here is that what drives you every year and, and now is keeps you hungry is like okay those puzzle pieces every year are different so yeah. you know is that part of the reason that you are still loving this and you can tell that you you put a lot into this yeah it's a good question it, it is um that for me yes it's i love the different challenges of different people different person going from hank to keaton to yeah it's to fun PG. i mean that's it's my entertainment it's, right it's gotta be it's like no different than anyone on a card table or a, on a right making a construction. You know they're trying to make something right, they're, and they see all these things in their head and they're trying to put it on paper. Or um, no different than fourteen fifty, right? What goes out first? What are you gonna put out this week? I mean, you guys have those talks all the time. It's no different for me. That's my love and my passion. Is I, I love football, but I also want that's me. Is I love the schematic part of it. I love bringing people together. I love the the test of having different kids and personalities. I probably like that more than people know. You know, I love the schematic part, but I love. I'm a people person. I think I would like to think I am, and I like to you know I like to get people and bring them together and see if we can have the best team we can have. You know and. That, that's fun and, and different personalities and different leaders and different um, different styles that you bring in and so that that's fun every week and every year I want these kids now and I, I think this is a rough stress at times is that they all there's one goal and that and that's good and bad mm-hmm. right again it's one of those things that's probably more positives than negatives right because I'm not getting fired I'm not <laughs> Winning's better than losing. Yes. So people yeah. always say that's such a but it also when when winning is at that highest level, it, it's you know, I want that for I want that for all these new kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every year I want it for Coach Lobber, I want it for Coach Gripper, I want it for all my new guys on staff, Coach McGacky, you know, people that are new to it, I want them to feel that and be a part of that. Um 
And that's hard, you know, because, man, that's people, again, people don't realize how hard it is. And I've said that a lot of times. And um, a lot of things have to go right, right? And if one thing goes wrong, it's over. And so if Hank Brady gets hurt, and it's, man, it was over. You know, it was, I don't know if we won the game anyways, but, man, once it happened, it it was over, period. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's that's a, that part is stressful for me. That part I wish it wasn't as... But again, it's a, right. I, I get it. Life's good here, and uh, but I do. I wish that wasn't my true goal as a coach. I really believe, and this should be any coach anywhere. It doesn't matter JFL. Doesn't matter. You 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 want to get your kids to play to the highest their God-given talent, and if I I want them to come as close to that as we possibly can, and that's what I'm talking to our kids now. Doesn't matter who we got this week, next week, the weeks after that. Because I want them to be the best team they can be, right? And that's my job as best to be as a coach is to bring them out of it, you know, up to that point. Hank Beatty's are easy, right? And I, and I want him to play to his best ability. But it's the kids that sometimes don't get to play, the young kids that you see potential in. Sometimes the worst player on the team, you know, those are the kids I want to see grow, become better men and football players and play, be able to play to their God-given potential. Okay, one quick dad question before we get out of here. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my four-year-old played soccer this summer and absolutely hated it. But she, <laughs> but she finished and she 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 played every week because we told her, you know, you, you signed up, you're playing. Yeah. That's it. Um, now she's in dance and she absolutely loves it. Like she's mm-hmm. obsessed and just because she gets to wear pink mainly. But um, <laughs> anyway, just watching her and the joy that mm-hmm. that it brings her is something that I I've never felt and I don't think I ever will. Yeah. What's that like for you with with Blake and Austin now, and, and does it continue to grow as they get older and you know yeah. present those new challenges? Oh, it, yeah, it, it's it's it is so much fun for both of them, and they're both different. I mean, yeah, you'll know, and you'll as they both get older, man, they just they are not the same people, and they are, but they aren't, and they are um, just the joy of. I love that they get to live this life and experience it. Sometimes it's a spoiled life. They 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 win too much. They've seen too much winning. So now when they lose, you know, Blake's season, they're having a little bit of rough season a little bit. And, man, I feel bad for him because he just doesn't get to see that. But it's good because I know what it did for me. And um, But the joy they have, and, and there's nothing like being a parent and being a dad and seeing those successes and failures. You know, and failures are just as important, I, I, you know. Because, um, like I said, they've, they've been lucky and they've seen a lot of success. and. I like those moments. Like one of my favorite pictures is that one with me and Blake after that loss, you know, and he was just, he just didn't know the difference. And I, I just, it still brings a smile to my face because it's like, man, I just, I love that, you know, that it just, I was so sad and he didn't care that much. And I, <laughs> he was wondering what was for dinner back on the bus. And so, but now that he's older, he gets it and he's so competitive and he has the, in a way, he's so much like me. In a way, Austin's so much like me. Just like your daughter's going to be so, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's dance, but your passions are, you're going to see the same thing in her. And so, um, it's its its the best thing. It's the best, you know what I mean? And you pray that they just, uh, that they learn life lessons. And we're parents, and this is a whole nother episode. But <laughs> yeah. geez, where parents struggle is, it's. And this is the great thing about coaches. I was thinking about this a lot. And what my coaching in life is, coaches are the last thing we have that it's truly about the team. And that's why you send your kids to these things. Because, hey, it's about – because all we could – man, it's about Blake and Austin to me. No matter what a parent says, 
it, if, if their child isn't playing, if they're not doing this, it's it's uh, right. watch out. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and that's not everybody. But that's 80, 90 percent. And it's just how we are. It's just how it is. And a coach has to worry about everybody and it has to worry about the team and it has to put, you know, and so coaching is the, one of the last great things I think on this earth that gives us that sports gives us that because man, as a parent, it's hard, right? It's, it's my baby girl. It's my baby boys. Yeah. I want the team to win, but I probably deep down want my kids to have success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably even more. And, and, uh, and that's what sometimes you got to see above that and see, Hey, this is later. This is better for life. Some of the greatest kids I've ever coached now, and what they do are ones that struggled a little bit, weren't the best players out there that you know, but they had to work their butts off to be good. They had to, they were scout team guys. They did put team first, and now look where they're at in life. And uh, we struggle with that in, in society today. And the kids have changed. The kids haven't changed. It's the parents, and it's parenting, and and sometimes. And I'm lucky. I have great parents here, but you know, you mess with their little baby, and all of a sudden, it's you know, it's a watch out. So. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Thank you. Thanks to Derek Leonard for his time. Thank you all for listening. Remember to go vote for me for Best of Podcast. And if you choose not to vote for me, vote for Justin Tourneau and Brian Limper instead. Thanks again. I'll be back next week. I hope you all will as well. <laughs>